Hey, turn our mics on. We are the one, two, three, Star Losers! What up, everybody? I'm Lunchbox. I run the show because I know the most about sports, so I'll give you the sports facts, sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. Yeah, what's up, everybody? I'm Eddie. I know the least about sports, and I pretty much don't prep for this show at all. I don't look up anything. I just kind of watch sports on TV, and I go off the top of my dome. What's up, you guys? I am Ray. I give you a lock every single day. If you followed me yesterday, my lock hit early in the third quarter. I said over 52 points. I think they put up like 60-something that Monday night game. You're welcome. When I give you a lock, it's a lock. Oh, Andrew Brees broke a record that was that much offense. I didn't predict that, though, but close. Well, I mean, I mean that's he, predictable, right? Yeah, that was predictable because he only needed 201 yards last <laughs> night to break the all-time record. And the the funny part about that is they go out for the drive. It's like a two-minute drive, whatever. They're going to try to score before the half, and he throws the the big catch, the big the break, record-breaking pass. You to a no-name it. guy. You got it. To yeah, a no-name yeah. guy. I think that was his first play in the NFL. Like, how hilarious is that? And here is the call. Breeze. Wide open. Wide open. And Smith, what a way to do it. Yeah, Rod Smith, I think is his name. No, not Rod Smith. Rod Smith plays backup running back for the Cowboys. Oh. But anyway, and then he broke Peyton Manning's all-time record. He now holds the all-time passing yards in the NFL, and he beat none other than Peyton Manning, and Peyton sent him a little message. Drew, for a thousand days, I've held the record for all-time passing yards in the NFL. And i got to tell you, it's been the greatest a thousand days of my life. And thanks to you, that's over now, and you've ruined that for me. So... <laughs> Thank you very much. I have nothing left to look forward to except slicing my tomatoes, making dinner for my family, putting together this wedge salad. Because <laughs> it's him standing at a cutting board cutting tomatoes, okay. and it's a hilarious video. Peyton's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's funny. That is really good. I think that shows Peyton has is funny and is okay with it. And the only problem, I feel bad for Drew Brees because his record's going to last a couple more years. Mm-hmm. Now with the pass-happy NFL, Aaron Rodgers will probably break it, and then someone will break it after Aaron Rodgers. And I feel like it's just going to keep falling and falling and falling where it stood for a long time, but now they just pass all the time. So it's like, okay, all these guys getting 350, 375 yards a game. Enjoy the record while you got it. But Do you like watching the passing? Exactly, I, zip it. It's awesome to watch it's these big so plays great when they go deep. when they put up thirty points at halftime. Like that is amazing. I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just saying it's it totally sounded like changed. you didn't like it. I'm I mean, just saying hey, the record. Did you hear the crowd? <laughs> That's how crazy they go for offense. Oh, they're I not doing it. that for a running play. No, nah, the they're not. <laughs> yeah, I agree and, with Ray on that one. And it's sort of like, do you believe in the man? The what ifs? Like, do you believe in faith or destiny or whatever? Absolutely. Oh, faith, destiny, believing in yes. something positive. Thought. But what if doesn't go Dude, with that? Dude, it's all about Zen. It's all about the universe. Bring it to yourself. The universe will bring it to you. What is be- meant to be will be. Because Drew Brees gets hurt. <laughs> so, baby, just let it be. In San Diego, right? He gets hurt on the last game of the season. And so they move on from him. He's a free agent and they, they go with Phillip Rivers. So he goes to Miami and he wants to sign with Miami. When Nick Saban's the head coach down there, he doesn't pass the physical, the Dolphins' physical. They say, ah, we're not going to pass your shoulder. What do you have, web feet? No, he hurt his shoulder. Oh, okay. Like they, they were, There was only like a 25% chance he'd ever play again. And so he doesn't pass the physical, and he goes to New Orleans. So not only if he stays in Miami, Nick Saban never goes back to Alabama. 
because he has the franchise quarterback that he needs. And it changes that is deep, coach. it changes the perspective of college football and NFL football forever. Coach, that is deep what you, you just did. Did you connect those dots yourself? Yes, I was reading all about this stuff. And then not only this, Drew Brees almost quit football his sophomore year of high school. He was named the starter for the B team, not the A team. Some dude named Patrick Mahomes. No, Rogers <laughs> was named the starter. And so Drew Brees was like, man, that's just not good. So he, Johnny Rogers, was the name of the guy. Let's so, go check in with Johnny Rogers. Hey, honey, I'm going to go work the night shift. So <laughs> he turns the lawnmower on. I'm going to cut the grass. Again. One day he comes ah, home ah. from base, from football practice two days right before his sophomore season, and he tells his mom, he says, Mom, I think I want to quit football and just concentrate on baseball. And his mom says, you know, just just stick with it. Be patient. In the last preseason game, the last scrimmage, that quarterback, Johnny Rogers, blows out his knee against Colleen High School, and Drew Brees steps into the JV A team and became quarterback, and that is how he started. Let me guess the high school, Westlake. Correct. Yes! But that was, it's a story on... Uh, I knew it was either that or Lake Travis. Yahoo.com. Jeff no Eisenberg. One comes from Austin High. We're going to post it on our Twitter, but it's just so crazy, the whole what-ifs. Like, you think about... What could have happened if all if he quits? Like you would have never, or if this guy doesn't get hurt, you've never heard of Drew Brees. It's nuts. I the mean, Alabama yeah. thing was more fascinating that Alabama wouldn't have any of those championships if Drew Brees would have went to the Dolphins. Right, because Nick Saban's not going to leave because he's not just getting smoked all the time as That's a head so coach. That's so true, dude. And then somebody probably got engaged at the game last night, and they would have never gotten engaged if that game wouldn't have happened. Because he set the record and the moment was right and Correct. it was a perfect time in Bourbon Street. If it's meant to be, it'll be. So baby, just let it be. Okay, I get, you must be quoting a song that we don't know because Ray and I have no idea what you're talking no, about. Fine, some... I'll do it the way they sing it. If it's meant to be, it'll be. Okay, baby, just gotcha. let it be. So won't you ride with me? All right, Florida ride Georgia Line. With me. But I just no, this, this thing it changed go. the the chord. Yeah, like, baby. Because the Dolphins medical staff said your shoulder's not good enough. They changed the history of football. Yeah, that's nuts. That is something to who, just who marinate wrote that on. article. I know you didn't figure no, out all that right? on your own. No, who, no, who I wrote read, the article? I read the article about his high school from Jess Eisen, Jesse, Jeff Eisenberg on Yahoo.com. We'll Did put they it on mention Saban on that article too? No. So you just piece that together. Dude, you are a genius. No, I'm like, not a that genius. Is ni- no, that I'm is scientific. That is mad scientist brain what right What you there. just did is what good sports shows do. But like, Sean really Payton, good sports hosts do. But Sean Payton. Wait, hey, can we congratulate? Can I, can I, I want to talk about this. Sean Payton. Would he be Sean Payton without Drew Brees? Like, if Drew Brees doesn't go to New Orleans, where is Sean Payton? Pff, are you kidding me? At a country music concert, not doing anything. Is Sean Payton married? Yeah. No, I don't know if he's married anymore. I think he was married, but... Because if he's not married, I do have a story about him coming out of the Florida Georgia Line bus. I saw him with two chicks. Okay. Cool. Can I say can you, that? Can you at least say allegedly? No, I saw him with my own eyes. Oh, but my they could have just been walking together. Yeah, they were his daughters. Allegedly, I saw him with my own uh, eyes. Come he was out married two... from 1992 to 2014. This was okay, 2015. Okay, so anyways, I heard this dude was a player. This was 2015. Backstage, Florida Georgia Line. If it's meant to be, it'll be. And they were in their bus. And I see Sean Payton come out with two chicks. I'm like, dang, that's the Saints coach. That's crazy. Okay, was he actually chilling with them or was he walking with them? Because guess what? We have sales yeah, like, ladies was he, here. Was he triple kissing? Like, okay, or was he so like, like, listen, listen. I, last night, I was walking with a sales lady, but I have a girlfriend, but I can still walk with other women. Was he walking with them? So he was double fisting drinks. Like he okay, so two, he, he obviously didn't even have his hands around so them. So he didn't he even two have drinks. his hands around them, and you're going to insinuate 
insinuate that he was hooking up with these girls. He was like walking out with the two drinks above his head, and the girls are like laughing and giggling. And he was kind of moving his hips like he was dancing to music in his head. Okay, still not a, a buzzworthy story that's oh, even juicy. He didn't have at all. pants on. Okay. No, just kidding. I'm not making that part up. No. I, guys, I'm just saying I saw him come out of the bus. I'm not trying to accuse so him. So, what of, you're saying is if, if Drew Brees goes to Miami, Sean Payton probably wouldn't be on the Florida Georgia Line bus. Correct. Coming out with two drinks in his hand. That's my point. Partying with two chicks. Because he's a winning coach, then Florida Georgia Line viewed him as a cool person that's in, you know, a, a winner. It was at LSU Stadium. So, I mean, he, they were in the neighborhood, so they invited their buddy, Sean. But. Sean wouldn't even have been their buddy if this wouldn't have never happened. I mean, that's just how the world turns. Like, it's so crazy to me because, like, back in college, I tried out for the real world. I drove to College Station, Texas from San Antonio, and I went to an open casting call. And when I left that place, I said, man, they're going to call me back. Like, I got this. And I went home, and I went to class that night because I had a night class. It was economics, Mr. Avandepour. And Who was that? That was my professor. And I went home, and I missed the call to be on real world. If I would have stayed home... I could have got it. I could have been on Real World. My life would have been totally different totally. than it is now. But if it's meant to be, it'll be. Yes. So it, so you were never meant to be on Real World. And it was really cool to see his family, his kids come out on the field. But then they start showing the audience last night in New Orleans, okay? And there's this guy in the crowd. He looks to be about 30 years old. He's got a beard. And he is bawling, crying. I hope he was related to Breeze. No. Or he's maybe, just a random fan. No, maybe he just got bad news. No, he is just wiping like he was like tears flowing down his face when he broke the record. Definitely and, a loser, but listen to this. Maybe it was he was affected by Hurricane Katrina. Drew Brees brings back the Saints. The Saints come marching right. in. That huge thing affected him. Or maybe he was related to the no namer who scored the touchdown. No, didn't look like it. I'm just saying. I just found it very weird. Yeah, the receiver was black. The guy in the the <laughs> like, was didn't white. Look like it. Yeah, I mean, so he <laughs> just could be looked, adopted, dude. He could be, but yeah. just by looks, they didn't look related. That's and not he, good. You should stop I can't doing believe that. you're crying over someone setting a record. Do you cry when the Cubs do something big? No. Did you cry when the Cubs won the World no, Series? No, I did not. You didn't cry? No. All right, well, then you can make fun of this guy. That's, But that's totally different. Winning a World Series, a championship, just setting some record. Yeah, nobody's a huge fan of just one player. Right, it's that's what I'm saying. It's teams. Yeah, yeah. You usually oh, celebrate no, no, no. teams. Like, okay, if your favorite player gets in the Hall of Fame or something and you go to the speech and he says something during the speech, then maybe shed right. a tear. But a, maybe a Monday works. night football game and Drew Brees throws for 220 hey. yards and it's like, oh, I'm going to cry. Hey, maybe he works for Drew Brees. Like, would you ever cry? Let's be real. Homeboy probably put down a couple tall boys in the parking lot. He'd been drinking during the game. For sure. If they show some montage on the TV once he set the record. Hit him right in the heart. Know, he's crying. Yeah. He was drunk. You're, once you have some beers. I cry when I'm drunk Do you guys are, agree? Once you have some beers, you're more prone to cry. Absolutely. Just Thank emotional. You. Thank you. Like, that's one thing I do miss about hitting 6th Street in Austin is all the fights when the, the bars close. The boyfriend, <laughs> no, the boyfriend, girlfriend's fight oh on my, the street. Oh, it's my the, It's the greatest drama ever. Is if you go out to the bars and afterwards when they shut down, the senseless fights, the girl sitting on the curb with the shoes in her hand, crying, and her girlfriend's trying to console her. <laughs> Dude, and, and if the you boyfriend, actually... the boyfriend trying to storm off, and his buddy's like, no, 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 man, screw that. I'm done with this, dude. I'm done with her. Dude, I'm done with her. She's but, being so stupid. Hey, but all eavesdrop. And what they're actually talking yeah. about is, hey, I couldn't get the Uber. Man, screw that. No, are you mad at me? No, I'm not mad at you. They, <laughs> the fights start from absolutely, absolutely nothing. nothing. Dude, it is the funny. I love that you brought that up because couples fights at 2 a.m. after a bar are amazing. They're absolutely amazing. All the fights I've had with my wife while I've been drunk, I don't remember the next day. 
that's a problem. I mean, so imagine those dudes, like, after the next day, like, were we fighting last night? I don't remember. All I have is a bad headache. That's all I remember. Like, like they, and when you're drunk, you see stuff you don't. Like, I was out on like a new- Like what? Like, I was out Let on New Year's explain. with my old roommate, and he was now married, and- uh, we go to a bar and we've been drinking and he sees a bartender that used to serve us all the time and he gives her a hug. His now wife thought he kissed her because she's drunk. She so saw something. She saw something. She didn't. So New Year's, the bars closed down. It's 2.30 a.m. We're on 6th Street and they are all out fighting. I can't believe you kissed her. I thought you loved me. Oh, we're going to spend the rest of our lives together. I didn't kiss her. I gave her a, no, I saw her with my own two eyes. So they are fighting right there. And then the next morning, she's like, I don't think you really kissed her. Why did I think that? You know what I mean? Like That's it's because it. the alcohol, you see things that you don't really happen. Like it's awesome. Like my brother swears he's seen two UFOs in his life. And every time he tells a story, he's <laughs> like, I was drinking a 12 pack. And I, it all starts with like, I was drinking. I was by myself. I was drinking, parked outside. And I looked up and he saw a UFO, but he was always drinking every time he saw the UFO. But that's why people drink for those moments. Otherwise, there's no point in drinking. It makes your vision blurry. It, it, no, it's not, there, there, it I disagree. Make, let me, let me say this. Let me say this. You also can't remember things as well. The next day, most people, I know Lunchbox doesn't get home, hung over. Most people aren't are lethargic and don't aren't as productive the next day or ambitious so there's no point in drinking except for these moments explosive moments where you laugh explosive moments where you cry like the guy at the saints game so maybe he or was eddie's drinking. brother seeing some ufos <laughs> that's why you drink the only one benefit Dude, you're making fun of homeboy because he had the moment we're all searching for that cry moment because of drinking yes and it breaks down the walls with <laughs> Full chicks. Circle. I Let's love be that, real. Right? Drinking does break down walls with chicks. When you're single, I'm not, I'm married, but go into the bar and you can, I would say, you tolerate a, a less attractive girl yes. when you've been drinking. The beer goggles, they're real. And you're like, you know what? Oh, you seem like you're fun when you're drinking. They're a lot more fun than they really are sometimes, and you're willing to put up with them. So that's an advantage of drinking. Well, I'd say most people, I'm just saying the entire general population is kind of stuck up when you're sober. If yes. you drink, you're a lot more chill. And somebody's like, man, that's a weird looking chair. You're like, I know it's a weird looking chair. What's up, dude? <laughs> and so then you're laughing with him. You're talking to a chick. You're like, that's a cute dress. Like, you would never say that's a cute dress if you weren't drinking. Right. But then the girl likes that compliment. Next thing you know, you have her number. All because you were drinking. You would never do any of that stuff sober. Alcohol is amazing yes. for that. So now after this lesson in drinking, I want to apologize to Bearded Guy. I'm I, I'm gonna I'm gonna nice. go with Ray that you hit Bourbon Street before you went to the game, and something in that video or that moment made you realize you had made it in life. I don't know. You had something deep inside. Maybe you got a text from your dad saying, "Man, remember when we used to throw the football in the backyard?" And that's what made you cry. Exactly. Maybe not that Drew Brees set the record. Maybe there was something added to that. And on they showed you on ESPN crying like a little. And I was making fun of you, and now I'd like to apologize to you. I have reversed course, and I'd like to say congratulations that you let your emotions fly, and you let the tears flow, and you enjoyed the moment. That was quick. Yeah. Man, I'm proud of you for that. I yeah. tell and you, boys, you, once I get to about 12 beers, the odds of a cry session are about 50-50. If I see an emotional commercial, if something gets brought up from my past, I'm telling you, it's a 50-50 cry sesh at 12 beers. I mean, there's been a few times when I've been drunk, I've cried, but... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we all have. We've all had that. For sure. Like <laughs> He's wiping his eyes. We're over there at the 2 a.m. restaurant place he always used to go to. What was it called? Tea Kettle? What was it? I don't even know. Coco Cafe? 
<laughs> you cried at Coco Cafe? I don't think no, so. No, but I'm saying, at 2 a.m., can you see this dude wiping his eyes? Yes. You're like, lunch. I thought we were just trying to get a, min- a third meal, fourth meal. Ever since his son's been bored, he's crying. Like, he's cried no, 10 times. I cry about the son. That's a little weird. There's things that happen that make you cry, but whatever. It's okay. You, you know who else is crying? Who? Jay Ajayi. Oh, why Out is he for crying? the year, torn ACL. Oh, man. See you later. Philly's done. No. Oh. My first thought is, Philly, go get Le'Veon Bell. Go trade for Le'Veon Bell. But I thought Le'Veon Bell's going back to the Steelers. You already said he's going but back. But I think they're looking to trade him still. Okay. But they already came out and said, we are not trying to get Le'Veon Bell. We don't want Le'Veon Bell. You know who they inquired about? They called Buffalo and said, McCoy, shady. What's the status of LeSean McCoy? Shady McCoy. Because and guess what? He had a huge game against the Titans. Back to the Eagles? It? Back to the Eagles is the talk of the town right now. They even restructured a, a couple contracts to get some cap space so they have enough money to afford his contract. And so they were trying to inquire. And if I am Shady McCoy, I am telling the Bills, listen, guys, please trade me. You guys are terrible. I am I am almost at the end of my career. I want to go win. You guys are rebuilding. You don't need me here. Trade me for draft picks. In two years, you guys will be good, and I'll be out of the league. You won't need me then. Shady needs to get out. Shady needs to get out. He needs to go to Philly. He needs to hit up his boy DeMarco Murray. They both head back to Philly. No, DeMarco Murray's done. I know. Get McCoy to Philly. Yeah, that would be good. That would be cool. Are we, gonna, are we going to wake up in the next couple of weeks and see that on SportsCenter that McCoy is going to Philly? That's what we or hope. Are you just making that up? No, no, I read it. Oh. I read it this but morning. You hope, you hope for for McCoy just for McCoy's sake. I hope he yeah, gets McCoy's to go. boring in Buffalo. I want yeah. him to go to an exciting team. I want he's a he Coach, Josh Allen had 86 yards. McCoy's <laughs> like a guy you drop to drop. He goes, dude. Shady McCoy loves some a quarterback that can throw him the ball, that can hand him off the ball, and he wants someone that can throw the ball so they're not just in the box and he can actually get some running yards. Like when they, you got nine people up there and they're just stuffing the run all game, he's having a terrible year because they ain't scared of Josh Allen throwing the ball. But I'm telling you, Shady looked good against the Titans. He and was he, doing his little spin moves, the spin cycles he used to do. He was doing those again wow i just wrote him off as a just sucking no it's it's all about what team you're on he's at the end of his career he needs to go back to a winner like he led buffalo to the playoffs last year with with tyrod taylor and he wants to go to philly and have a chance made the playoffs yes but they definitely lost first round yes and you think the phillies if they got him they'd be a better team (laughs) yeah i think the phillies would be a lot better with you think they'd be better with lashon mccoy yeah the phillies absolutely what's wrong with the west the rest of their team well, I don't know. Well, what do you mean the rest of their well, team? Not, I mean, they're supposed to be better. And uh, the uh, what's his name? Wentz isn't just, I don't know. He came back. Oh, he wasn't as strong as he should have been. Talking about the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, well, when, you got to understand, he's coming back from major knee surgery. So it's going to take him a couple games right, so, to get going. And they lost their offensive coordinator. So learning how, you know, it's going to take, it takes a little bit to get in a groove with your the offensive play calling. And they've had injuries. Alshon Jeffrey has been out. He's back now. He's coming back, uh, getting into game shape. And with uh, what's his name? Uh, what is it? LaShawn McCoy. Mm-hmm. If you get him, Wentz coming back from the it's coming together. And, and w- Wentz has an unbelievable arm. Right. I've no, never watched an entire sure. game of his until this last one when they played Titans a couple weeks ago. Wentz has a live arm and he throws bullets. Yes. And he's he's laser sharp too. Yes, very accurate. I love a quarterback where I can see their arm and be like, wow, that's impressive. Another guy that impressed me like that, Baker Mayfield. When I saw his arm, I was like, I've never seen a quarterback spin it like that. I feel like um, so. Why you're down on the Eagles? Well, I mean, I I, I He's just a Dallas Cowboys well, fan. Yes, but but that's not why. Like they just 
you know, I felt like the Eagles or the Redskins would be like the team coming out of the East. And they both, I mean, everyone in the East sucks right now, but it just seems like the Eagles just don't have it together. And I felt like Super Bowl champs, they're going to be better than they are, and they're just not. They usually. And, well, I, they, and I personally don't see them getting LaShawn McCoy and making a better team. But they, you, you also realize it's really hard to repeat in the NFL. Like, yes. Like really hard. Really hard. That's why they call it the Super Bowl hangover. Exactly. Like, I, have you they, ever been hungover before? So how do the Patriots do it? That's the one exception. How that, do the 49ers? Niners do it back in the day. How did the Cowboys do it back in the day? The I mean, 49ers? it happens. It very rare. That's what I'm saying. Like, how did the Steelers do it back in the day? Like, I mean, when, when did the Steelers do it? I don't know. In '92, I don't know. What was it? They didn't win back to back. Steelers never won back to back. Maybe back in the '70s when there was like 12 teams. Oh the, yeah, 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 with uh, Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, like back then. But that's what. Like, if you look at the Super Bowl, like, I just see big since, Super Bowl winning teams since and, about 2005. I would bet to now. The year after you win the Super Bowl, I would say 80% of the teams missed the playoffs that won the Super Bowl the year before. Dude, and I'm going to say that carries over to Major League Baseball and to NBA, not so much to NBA because let's be a real Golden State's amazing right now, but like the Cubs. They won the World Series, and next year they look like dog crap. But what about the Astros, the, though? They look they at made, the Astros. That's what I'm saying. The Astros are going to prove us wrong. If the Astros can do two solid years in a row and win the World Series, that's so impressive. No, that just means that the stat. there's nothing to the stat. Like It happens, sure. It's, it's not a stat. It's a feeling. The Super Bowl hangover oh. is not a oh, okay. stat. It's just. But if you look at it, I really think you get that hunger is hard to maintain when you are going when you have never won Ooh, this before. This could be a life metaphor. Go ahead. When you are striving to reach something, you are so hungry, so hungry, and then you finally get to that buffet table and you get to eat and you feel like what it is to be on top. The next and then you year, chill. It's hard to get that whole you don't have off that fire season anymore. Right, that whole off season, you're partying, you're Dude, doing the TV let's be circuit. Real. You know the TV circuit and the partying. You know they're partying for about a month straight. Straight, where Dude, other people are getting ready for stuff. the next season. Dude, they are stuff. partying nonstop. Oh, going on vacations, taking the private different places. Yeah, exactly. And so it's hard. But the Cubs, they still made the NLCS the next year, the yeah. year after they won so the World Series. So not that bad of a hangover. And that you lose well, some it, players. You don't have the exact right, same players. You, like, Philly doesn't have the exact same and players, And you lose right? coaches. Losing your offensive coordinator is bigger than you think. Injuries happen. Nothing is the same. You like, And that's what everybody says Like when they yell about Durant joining the Warriors. What they don't understand is every team makes changes in the offseason. Like, you have to. If you stay the same, you're not going to be as good as the other. You're, you're going to fall behind. And the Astros, everybody's talking about the Red Sox because they won like 108 games. The, the Astros won more games this year than they did last year, which is absolutely impressive, especially coming off a World Series. And the Cubs did have a, a World Series hangover for about uh, 65% oh. of the year after they won the World Series. Mm -hmm. They weren't Whew. the same team. It was weird. Well, and I think they also lost the closer, Chapman. Yeah, That'll they lost it. Chapman. I love that they picked up Chapman, and I predicted I knew they were going to win the World Series with Chapman. Good for you, man. But listen, coaches, hangovers well, affect us on the weekends. Okay. They also affect teams. when you. Win so it. you predicted they were going to win the World Series when they yeah. got Chapman. When they got I mean, Chapman, I said yeah, it's a it done was deal. Like, not, it was all the way in July when the trade deadline, and they were already in first place by 20 games. It's not that big of a stretch. I'm just saying, I can envision things happening. I'm sure a lot of people predicted it. A lot of sports uh, experts said that. But I knew they needed that closer. They Dude, did. And, and they, Chapman, it looks amazing. with the. Are the Yankees almost done? Or are they the Yankees done? are almost done. And see... <laughs> Last night they got blown out. Like it was. How like 16... do you lose sixteen to one okay. in the playoffs? Here it but is. They haven't had a bad game in the playoffs yet, right? The, here's the problem. They've played two. They've played three. three. It's two to one game four tonight. The problem is, like we said yesterday, baseball managers to me try to overmanage in the playoffs. So yesterday, 
They go to pull their clo- they go to pull their starter Severino with the bases loaded, and they bring in in the regular season when there's runners on base. Who do you bring in? A relief pitcher, right? They're used to coming into the game with runners on base. Yeah. So they go to the bullpen and call in another starter. Oh, really? Yes. He's not used to that situation. He's not used to that situation. I do not understand. This is an example of baseball managers in the playoffs. They do everything opposite of what they did in the regular season. Why not st- bring in a relief pitcher, try to get out of the inning, and then if you want a starter that needs to throw four innings, bring them in at the beginning of an inning when no one is on base. And then it blew up in their face. Uh, Hughes... He gave up run like a double, a single, a walk. Was this I mean, before the fourth inning? Because I know the fourth, it was seven no, runs. No, that's when that that's when he came the in. The blow up inning. He came in with the bases loaded in the fourth. <laughs> something I looked at the box score and I said, "Wow, I'm looking at this fourth inning. Something went terribly wrong." <laughs> they it gave just, up seven runs in the playoffs. That is horrible. Yes, that is horrible. Like you can't recover from that. There's no over. way the Yankees win this series. Like yes. they don't stand then, a chance. Brock Holt. Uh, Set the all-time thing he, doing a cycle in the playoffs. First time ever in the playoffs, someone hit for the cycle. Well, guess what? what when you score mean? 16 runs, what does I that mean he hit seven... from the cycle? Oh God! <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> oh no! What oh, it, was there no. a bicycle? Oh no, coach! <laughs> oh my! Gosh. Is that a grand slam? Sore loser show on Twitter. If you're trying to follow us on social media, when when you hear someone in baseball hits for the cycle, what do you think that means? Just they hit for say it again slower. I can't understand what you're saying. They, they hit for the cycle. They hit for the cycle. Yeah, full swing, like the biggest swing they got. Oh man, dude, <laughs> dude. Growing up, we always said you can hit for the cycle today. You gonna get the cycle? It means you got every base hit. The first, second, third home run. You uh-huh. hit a single, double, triple home run. That's legit. He hit a home run in the ninth off the catcher. Wow. The Yankees put their backup catcher in. Coach, you know what kids are saying on the playgrounds right now? Hey man, you gonna get a cycle today? No man, I'll just get a double, triple. I might get the cycle. You, that's all you say as a kid. Oh, you never had that as a kid, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, are you gonna get the cycle today? Ah, oh, man, I got a single and a double. Maybe you guys had these cool childhoods, like of like playing baseball and stuff. Absolutely, like, my, in the my side dad, yard. No one ever threw the ball at me. I, li- I didn't, you didn't live, have friends. I didn't live in a neighborhood. I had friends at school, but I didn't live in a neighborhood, so I lived kind of outside of the neighborhood. Did you live in an, an alley or what? No. So like, I will the... agree with you with baseball. If you don't have friends or brothers and sisters, it's tough to get better at baseball by yourself. So gro- it's the one sport you have to have other people to help you to get better. Yeah, I mean, even football. I would throw the football high up in. The air, and then I would I would be the quarterback, throw it, and then I would run as fast as I can, try to be the receiver. I played ball by myself every day to do. after school. That's tough. Seriously, to do. that's it. That's my life. My dad didn't throw throw the baseball with me, didn't throw the football with me. No one. I would play at school, but that was it. Yeah, mark my words on this one. I don't know if it's factual, but a lot of major league baseball players had brothers and sisters. Uh, if the, I don't think there's a lot of only children in the major league baseball. I would disagree with that. You <laughs> and your staff. You okay, just or they, or they had a very involved parent because I'm just or saying. Or they it's, lived it's, in a neighborhood where there's all right, kids. All right. It's like very difficult people, to get better at baseball if you don't have somebody to play with. It's just one of those sports. Yeah. You, basketball, you can get better on your own, dude. Sure. Just go dribble to the, all day. Go to the courts, dude. Right. Football, it, it also is a little bit difficult. Golf, you can get better on your own. Yep. And uh, uh, track, soccer. You, yeah, track. stuff like that. Uh, weightlifting. Baseball kind of sucks, man. You always got to have a second. Baseball, you could get better at fielding, but I don't know if you can. Fielding, you, just or pitching, just pitching, pitching. Just no, pitching. Fielding, you got to pitch against the wall or something. I, I would th- put a pillow up against the fence and just be like, trying you to can hit. throw a ball against a step and try to uh, play the bounce off and learn I would how do to that take. with tennis balls. That's what I'm saying. I've read stories about major league baseball players that have done that. That's how they practice their fielding. They throw it off of steps 
and try to play the I, hop. I had a game with a tennis ball. I would throw it on the roof, and I wouldn't see where it went oh, on the yeah. roof, and I would try to predict where it was going to come back then down. Then you were practicing being a better fielder. Correct. See, Love there it. you go. You, all games that you can do by yourself if you don't have friends or live in a neighborhood. And we shouldn't make fun of you for not knowing what the cycle is, but if you watch sports at all, you should know what the cycle is in yeah. baseball. No, I, t- I watch the sports with, on, with a mute on. With the mute on? Yeah. Okay. I mute, I mute the TV. And I don't really listen the to the Dodgers move on. They're going to play the Brewers in the NLCS. And let me tell you, they went out and got Manny Machado at the trade deadline, and he did exactly what they traded for. One run game. I think it was the sixth or seventh inning. And he hits a three-run bomb, blows it open, seals the deal. That is why you go get a Manny Machado. That's why it kind of makes me think, man, maybe these Dodgers win it. They made that pick where that'll help them win the World Series, just like the Cubs did with Chapman. Yeah. You get that one guy that you had to have. I mean, a huge money player. Dude, Machado was the best player in Baltimore, the best player there on the East Coast. He's badass. And they just landed his ass. Just brought him all the way to the West Coast, dude. Hey, so going back to you talking about your the managers making decisions that they normally don't during the regular yeah. season, do you think maybe it's because they don't have risk in the regular season? Like, they're cool with losing games. They know they're going to lose a lot of games in the season. It's just all about getting that winning ratio up. So, but in the playoffs, it's like, we can't afford to lose, so we got to just do stuff that we normally don't do. I mean, let's just throw in a starter there. Screw it. My personal opinion is NBA basketball coaches, they're making split-second decisions like that. NFL coaches, split-second decisions. Dude, Major League Baseball, you chill. First 162 games, All the decisions being done before the game even starts. They don't make a lot of split-second decisions. And now there's only three games. You start losing. Man, there's kind of some split-second decisions. He's like, uh, get the starter. Put the starter in the game. Uh, uh, Put him in. So they're not used to that. They're not used to these decisions, man. The pressure maybe gets to them. I think they're scared a little bit. And they overthink it. A lot of people overthink things. Yeah, because they don't have that practice in the regular but, season is what I'm but saying. But that's what I'm saying. What worked in the regular season, why not let it work now? Because like, it, there was they were relaxed in the regular season. This is what I'm thinking. I don't know. But I'm thinking that they're relaxed in the regular season. They're like, let's try this. Be cool with it. If it doesn't work, then oh well. We won't do that again. But in the playoffs, you're like, guys, are we sure this is the right move? I think so. We don't have a lot of time. Let's just do it. Go, go, go. Dude, it's just like going to Vegas, man. If you're going to Vegas, screw for a, it, hundred on red. If you're going to Vegas for a weekend, you're doing risk. You're being dumb. Yeah. You're doing stuff you wouldn't do regularly. That's a good comparison. But if you're like, hey, man, I'm going to go to Vegas the whole summer and I'm going to try and win some money. All right, play slow. I'm just going to play like, five dollars on blackjack win today. Some you lose some. Man. You're it's more chill. Good. It's a lot more relaxed, dude. You got a weekend in Vegas. You're making some dumb, risky, dumb stuff. Either you win big, you lose big, you look dumb. That's my theory, lunch. I know. I it, I don't know. I don't know either. I would like to know why they do because I've never talked to a major league manager, but it just seems like everything they've done in the regular season, they throw it out the window once you've the playoffs You've been on this the whole time and you've and, been dead on, it dude. It drives me – like, why bring a starter in when you with people on base when they're not used to it? it or your starting pitcher's giving up one hit and you're in the third inning and you take him out of the game. It yeah. doesn't make any they're, sense. They're, they're, they're scared. Like they panic. Okay, they, they got panic. two runners on base, and you you're up five to nothing. You've only given up one hit. Pull the starter. What are you doing? Like the Braves end up winning the game, but it just it makes you want to pull your hair out. Hey, and somebody hit me up on Twitter saying, "Oh, you're an idiot for saying the Braves fan base is boring and doesn't look fun." I'm pretty sure the Braves fan base they turned out the lights in the stadium and they were all wearing bracelets that lit up. Damn, like Coldplay concert. Dude, somebody sent me a video. Clip. What do you mean they turn? They can't turn off the lights. Dude, it almost looked like during the game they dimmed the lights or no. something. No, if you Coach. turn the lights off, it takes ten minutes to bring them back yeah. up. Homeboy, somebody sent me a clip on YouTube. It was during the game and they're going, "Oh, oh. they all had light up bracelets." Oh. And that crowd was it was dark. They turned out some lights. And no, the, the game was still going on with no yes. lights. 
I'm telling you. Man, who was that bat when no lights were on? I want to know, did they get a hit? <laughs> it was Freddie Freeman. Were they playing hide-and-go-seek? Hey, he went yard. Oh, wow. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. Dude, in the pitch dark. Oh. It's a dead It's a dead Taylor Swift concert? Dude, that's what it looked like. Who, dude, were the Braves hitting? That's smart because then the umpire can't see the strike zone. Whoa. Oh, I've never seen baseball played in the dark. All right. Hey, the umpire's got his eyes closed. Strike. Yeah. He, didn't see he had his light up bracelet on. He's like, <laughs> he's like he didn't even pitch the ball. Strike two. And then the, the ball was one of those light up balls. Oh, Dude. like a golf, oh, like yes. one of the dark golf. Global, man, that's crazy. But yeah, but the Braves fans, they were into it. They it, were. it was a good environment, and it's probably because they haven't been to the playoffs in a while. Back and, in the '90s, they were used to being there, and they did get excited, and they did, but they didn't sell out. New generation, they haven't seen the playoffs. And Turner Field was boring as hell. This new stadium is awesome. Trust Park, dude. You get new restaurants in the stadium. I've had friends go to the Atlanta Braves, the new stadium, dude. They said it's worth the Why three hours. Why don't we drive. go, dude? They said it's, it's right down it, the road. It takes like three hours, but they said it is so worth it. It's a blast. We man. should go. Next it is year. right down the road, or we could go up to Cincinnati. I mean, we Which got one's closer. I think they're about the same about distance. The same. Then we need to make a trip next year, both uh, all of us. Atlanta probably better nightlife than Cincinnati. It, uh, there ain't a lot of crazy stuff going on in Cincinnati, Ohio, man. Is there not? Atlanta I bet they a, got a good downtown. I don't know I mean, they got it. the Bengals. I've drove through Atlanta before. I know they got strip clubs. I know they got nightclubs. I don't know about that for Cincinnati. Yeah, and how many times you go to the strip club? How many times you go to the nightclub? I didn't. I was heading straight to Florida, but I wanted to. <laughs> exactly. No, but I'm saying, how often do you go to the strip club? I used to go every weekend. But yeah, my, my girl shut that down. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're going to still have a girl then. I, so. I was going every weekend. You're planning on having your girl next time. You know, we go there. she would cool. go with me a couple times. And to then the she strip was, club? Oh yeah, and but then she said, "Hey, it's getting a little out of control. No more strip club." And then they closed the damn strip club up the street. So what now, would she do at the strip club? She just watch. sit there and chill. Oh, I watch what girls go to the strip club all the time. I had girls go to the strip club all the time with us. My mom and dad, when they first got married, they'd go every Friday night. Every Friday night, they went to the strip club. That's awesome. Yeah, they I mean, had that's, that. Was, that's so cool. Do girls some reason kind of like them sometimes? Yes, because they are so nice to the girls. Like my buddy was dating a chick, and we were going one time, and she was like, "I'm not going in there. I'm not going in there." And then she was. All the strippers were friends. Oh my gosh, it's so cool to have you in here. Blah blah blah. And they were just so nice to her. Free drinks. Blah blah blah. And she just chilled with us. So would you guys go to Thunderdown? <laughs> would you guys go to Thunderdown no, Under? No. no. So why why is it cool for the girls to go in there? I don't know, but the girlfriends that do go to strip clubs are awesome, and I gain a whole new respect for them because they're so confident in themselves. They're like, let's go to the strip club. Yes. I don't care. Well, my I wife a, wants to go. It takes a confident. Your wife wants to go to the yeah, strip club? Yeah, she's never been, but she she's wants going. to go. Then let's book it. What are we at? But uh, we want to go to a nice one. We don't, I don't want to take her to a, a, just a junky one. I want to take a, her to a nice one. What's the one. difference between a nice one and a junky one? You want to know what I told a my junky girl? junky one is the client, the, the workers. Dude, I mean, they're not hot. Right. I will tell you so this. So she wants to go see the pretty ones. Yeah, she wants to go see the pretty ones and where it's a little more classy. I mean, you don't want to go to a rundown, like, scary one. Like, my brother's bachelor party, we went. I thought we were going to get killed. Sometimes, yeah. On my bachelor party, we were in Scottsdale. It got too late. We had to take a lift or whatever to someone. And let's just say we were the only white people there. And it was, I mean, I thought it was going to get, because I was taking money off the stage. That was a pretty bad idea. It's probably what led and, to it. And people were giving me some bad looks. And my brother and everybody was like, I think we need to leave. And I was like, okay. But you agree with me. Some cities have awesome strip clubs. Somehow. Oh, like Atlanta's in, got t- great ones. Thank uh, you. Vegas in, has great ones. Austin, Miami's got I great ones. Can I say Austin, ones. Texas? I've never been to a strip club in Austin. Oh, really? Are never. You? Oh, my goodness. Mm. My old roommate, we went to the Palazzo. Palazzo. Down on downtown? Ben White. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Let me tell you. It's not downtown. Ben White, south. I know, but it's like kind of in the cities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's outside the city. Or you got Yellow Rose. Yellow Rose is really good, too. 
Well, we went there and we were there one night and he goes, I'm gonna get a lap dance. I'm like, all right, cool, dude. He goes over there. Seven songs later, my roommate is still over there getting a lap dance. Only problem is, dude had passed out. <laughs> he passed out. And and she was still dancing? And she's still dancing. And like he comes over to me at the end of the night, he's like, Hey dude, I need two hundred bucks. <laughs> Dude, this girl was probably like, this is perfect. This dude's asleep. Like, I don't have to do anything. Well, they're, she probably- spo- they're supposed to ask you, do you want another dance? No, not her. But she kept exactly. it going. He goes, dude, I just thought it was one really long song. Wow. And so he had to pay her 200 bucks, dude. Like, dude, he- me and Lunch went to a strip club outside of Talladega. Oh, yeah, we did. Dude, Lunch got a spaghetti dinner there, dude. It oh, was awesome. Let me tell you, in college in San Antonio, I used to go to the strip club, two ninety nine steak and fries, um, best steak I've ever had in my $299 life. $299? $2.99 steak, steak and fries. <laughs> San Antonio, <laughs> Texas. Stripper, the stripper came around to lunch when he was in the, he had his face down in his spaghetti, dude. Okay, He's sitting there eating up the meatballs and spaghetti, and she's like, would you like a dance? And he looks around at her, dude. He's got spaghetti. Spaghetti all over his I got spaghetti face. sauce on my lips. And you he know? goes, no, 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 I'm good for now. I'm eating right now. <laughs> and <laughs> he acted like he was at a fine dining restaurant, dude. I'm like, dude, we're in a street. He had the, napkin, he on had the napkin in his shirt. <laughs> Here's the thing. We had been driving for seven hours, and there was no restaurants open, and we went there to watch the Pacquiao fight. There was a Pacquiao fight that night or a Mayweather fight, one of the two. So we had to find a strip club that was showing it, and they had food. Boom. I'm sorry. Dude's got to eat, and she kept and she came up. And I was like, maybe later. So she came back later. Don't worry, she didn't worry about yeah. the spaghetti. And I was like, no, nah, still eating. I got dessert. Got a piece of cheesecake here. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I've never rolled with a buddy before that actually turned down. The, the get no, no, no. Turns oh. down. Well, yeah, turns down a chick, but also gets the buffet at the strip club. That's lunchbox. <laughs> Have dude. you never eaten at the strip club? I don't think I've ever eaten a oh. dinner or a meal. Maybe we get some fries or something. I'm telling you, college. I mean, you cannot beat two ninety nine steak and fries in college. Did you go to the Wild Zebra. The Wild Zebra. I don't I know. I think that, it's called Wild Zebra. That might, I think that's the last strip bar I've ever been to. I don't know. I it was in San Antonio, and I don't remember. And the I name was, of it. I think, in college. Dude, I can't believe we don't do it all together more often. Me I, and my buddies in Austin, we would go weekly. I'm yeah. telling you, the last time well, I've been to one was in college. And no, then what you, you do is understand. you steal your buddy's phone, and then you check him in when you're at the strip club. That's funny. And so then it says your buddy checked in at the strip club. <laughs> like, all his coworkers see it. See, that's funny. <laughs> that's hilarious. But you say we don't go all together because we're older now, and we're married, right. and we have kids. And so it's not like you can just go with the boys any day of the week on a lunch break. I mean, there's guy. I know guys that... On like, a lunch break? I couldn't imagine what it's like to go into a strip club, come out, and it's freaking daylight. Like, yeah, that's crazy. When you see cars at a strip club and it's noon, you're I'm like, a little judgy on that. No, oh, I am. I'm like, those oh, guys are <laughs> right, guys. And you Get know they're together. Getting, you're, they're getting the D-list workers. They're not getting the A, the a workers. Because the prime ones are Friday, Saturday night. And at night. You're not getting a nooner on... I a mean, nooner? I mean, I guess on Saturday, the nooners may be pretty good. Yeah. You know what a nooner is? Yes, Eddie, just like you... You don't know the cycle, but I know what a nooner is. Trust me. So they get nooners? Okay. Anyway... They get the nooners, the ones working at noon, the girls. Oh, okay, okay. Because a nooner is a different thing. Yeah, a nooner is hooking up with your significant other at noon. Right. Yeah. Yes, that's getting a nooner. They come home from work on their lunch break. Hey, you want you in for a nooner? Yeah, I got one. Afternoon delight. Yeah. 
But Man, it's I'd, probably I'd, not the best dancers, though, at noon. Right. You've got to go saying. prime time, Friday night, Saturday night. Those are the best dancers? Dude, and the sucky thing is, I didn't know all these strip clubs. A lot of them don't have booze. you got to bring your own beer. Really? And the, yeah, you dude, you'll pay a cover and everything, and then you learn once you're in there, they don't even have alcohol. Those are the ones that charge a lot, like, at the door. Like just 20 bucks? They'll yeah. charge about 20 a pop. What? That's okay. You can bring in a cooler full of beer and drink all night? Right. You just, just got to think ahead and do your research, because if you get stuck in that place, dude, you can't then go get beer. It's too late. And Gas then how stations. much money? do you spend on a dancer 20 bucks a dance 20 bucks or you just go to the stage and give them a dollar or five dollars what's the point of that oh because then they rub their their cha-chas in your face chichis and you you just stand there and just just like so weird coach or they shake their butt in your face i mean it's whatever you want for my birthday my buddy was like here's a hundred ones and i was like dude i've never thrown money on the stage i was like i'm not that kind of guy he's like dude It'll be the funnest thing you've ever done. Dude, for that one minute, I threw those $101 bills. Dude, I thought like the richest person in the club. Everybody was staring at me. I'm just sitting there going like this. Dude, everybody's looking at me like, wow, that guy is the coolest guy in this bar. The girls are going crazy. Dude, there was one girl on stage. I kept throwing the ones. Dude, by the end of it, there was three girls on stage. Absolutely. And then then all the money is in piles and stuff. The girls don't just pick it up. There's like crews that come out and get all your money and load it into bags. And you're like, yeah, that was mine, guys. That was mine. What's up? What's up? But then outside, you're like, damn, is that really how I spent that $100? And it's like only 2 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> but it feels good. Dude, it feels awesome it feels to make awesome. it rain. What? To make it rain, you got to always put it on your bucket list. You've got to make it to rain. To make at least it rain, how much is that? $300? Bucks? No, $100. Just $100. Just $100 make it rain. Because you go to the ATM and it's just 100 ones, dude, and just make can it you, rain. Can you get 100 ones That's at how ATM? they do it. Well, no, no, no. Not at an ATM, but okay. at the strip clubs, they're all programmed to give you ones. So can you go to the strip club and give them $100 and be like, I need these in ones? Yes. They have ones chilling. I have no idea. I've never <laughs> done that. I always go get ones beforehand. Yeah. like, And where do you do that? The bank? The bank. You just got to tell them I need ones. Yeah, I need, and they I, know what you're doing, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they know what you're doing. Absolutely. Hey, question. Sorry, guys. I have all these questions because I really don't know. It's been so long since I've been to a strip club. Do you get excited? Like, you can. Down there? Like, while oh, you're you just mean, watching? Whoop, whoop. Like, is that a thing? Like, or are you just watching? It's just really girls? just the event, dude. You're not there to just. But if they're dancing on you, of course you might yeah. get a. Whoop. Yeah. And then what? They may say hello. What do you mean by say hello? They might. What do you? Wait, hold on. What do you mean by that? You just you know Speaking what I mean. Speaking code, but what no, do you that's mean? That's what I mean. They may give it a high five. But you know, you give it a high five. Is that legal? No, nah, not hey, really. You know, they're Get strict on here. when you're dancing with a girl. You can't they're touch strict. Them. There's security, dude. If you accidentally maybe touch her leg or something, security jumps right in. I mean, how do they not expect you to? You because gotta you got to respect the lady. They're working hard. So they're just all over you, and sometimes they you say gotta, hello. You, gotta, you, you basically got to put your hands behind your back. <laughs> but so honestly, this you'll just so look crazy. Dude, you'll look over to your right, and your buddy's just in a recliner, and some girl's slapping his butt, her butt on his face, and you are just you don't even know that he had a dancer. I remember when I went with my cousin Leroy you know, last you know, time. You know what? This is what I remember, feeling weird. This whole thing is weird. No. And right next to me, there was an old man getting a lap dance while his wife was sitting right there with her hands on her purse, just kind of looking at her watch, like, all right, 15 more minutes. I'm like, what is happening? So I'm assuming that this wife takes her husband there to get him excited, and then they go home and do what they have to do. Could be. Could be. Dude, I just remember thinking, like, this is a crazy universe right now. Yeah. Crazy. Strip clubs are good, though, for UFC and fights because they'll show it, and then in between rounds, the girls will dance. So are they dancing during the fight, no, though? No, I, so I remember d- during the been. fight. I, oh, it's awesome. And during the fight, I believe it's just the screen, and then the girls come out in between before and after. 
They, they tried it because they charge a lot of money, so they want you to see the fight. They're not going to have a girl dancing in front of the fight. So you drop 200 there. You cool with that? You leave and like that was a good time. That was fun, that was worth man. Oh, bucks. dude, my buddies will drop a lot more than that. Yeah. much. I mean, I had dude, a- my buddies will drop thousands with bottle service. <laughs> They're loaded, coach. I'm dropping like forty dollars. My buddy, I used to have a buddy that we'd go, and a couple times he was like, "Dude, I think this girl really likes me." Oh my god. Yeah, I, he, no, no, no. Oh my god. No, he really would. He's like, "Dude, I really think she has a crush on me." She, she keeps co- <laughs> like, like, I, I, he would spend so much money, and he'd be like. Dude, she kept coming over and talking to me. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, she wants yeah, your money. Yeah, because you kept buying dances. No, 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 dude. She would like whisper in my ear, like, oh, you're so cute. Like, I, he goes, I think she was flirting with me. Like, oh, and my so, goodness. They do make you feel like that, they though. They do. Huh? They know how to butter you up. But let's move on from them. Yeah, Thank yeah, yeah. And, Thank you. And, and, and just what, I, I'm itching right now to go to a strip club. Yes. <laughs> can Are I, you? All this talk's got you excited? Can we talk about one person that needs to get over themselves? All right, go ahead. Oh. He played last night. Oh, oh, Alex uh, Smith. No, Adrian Peterson. Oh, didn't look that good. No, 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 it's not even that. He did an interview, and he t- he still hung up on uh, the Vikings, letting him go. He talked about that in he's his interview. Like, yeah, he's like, I could be beneficial to them right now. Uh, he talked to the St. Paul Pioneer Press, and he was like, uh, They've been watching me and guessing. They saying, I guess I was wrong on the way they viewed me because I still got a lot left. I've been proving them wrong, and I don't know why they haven't retired my jersey yet. My number should be up there in the rafters. Like, he isn't even retired, and he's on another team, and he's still salty about them letting him go. Like, no, dude, you're not that good anymore. Yeah, that's like talking about an ex-girlfriend. Whenever you got a friend that talks about their ex-girlfriend all the time, it's just weird. Just move on. It's like, dude, grow Like, it was broken. That's why you broke up. Yeah. His is he relationship- feeling like that because he's a backup, a backup running back or what? Is he backup? No, he's the starter. Oh, he is the starter? Yeah. Okay. But, like, last night he had, like, 20 yards. That's it. Not the AP and, of and, old. And, and two catches for 35 yards, something like that. Like, he had more receiving yards than rushing yards for only the second time in his career. And he hurt his shoulder last night. But I'm just like, why are you still hung up? Like, I understand they drafted you and it, it hurts to get let go, but why? Man, my number, they should really think about retiring my number. Okay, dude, relax. When you retire, they may retire it. He seems like a dude I just wouldn't be friends with. Right. Like, just overall. He's probably only got about a year left. A year? He should have been out two years ago. I mean, he's catching on when he has one good game and then three bad games. One good game, mm-hmm. three bad. Because he's old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantasy, he's still for, move a little bit, though. For fantasy, he's just sitting on the waiver wire? Or people no, people have, have, him. People have yeah. him. People still have him. People still play him. Hoping for that yeah. touch, two-touchdown game. Yeah, and good news, Eddie. Your buddy, Jamal Charles, signs with the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, dude. Yeah. What was he doing? He was out of the league? Uh, he was oh, just he, hanging out. He was okay. chill- I saw him at uh, I High Country. Country Fest, dude. Not just Austin. chilling uh, in the back, like jamming to, to Luke Bryan. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap, dude, you Jamal Charles. Like, I watched you with the Chiefs. Wait, did you, did you say that to him? Yeah. You so, went and talked to him? Well, it was weird because I, I, yeah, I went up and talked to him. I was like, dude, Jamal, what up, dude? Big fan. He's like, yeah, what's up, dude? Good to see you again. And I was like, does he know who I am? Like, really? I think it's something he says to everyone. Yeah. But, dude, he made me feel like we were buddies. And I was like, oh, maybe he listens to the radio show. Maybe he listens to, like, the Bobby Bone show. You know, like, maybe he's a fan. I don't know. We just kept going, like, dude, so you good? Yeah, I'm good, man. Fun festival, huh? Great music. Who was he with? Chicks? No, he's, I, he was with some friends. That's all. I guess friends. I didn't really see who he was with, but. You didn't you didn't see if he was with like some blonde haired no. hotties. No, I just saw or some dudes. I saw his dreads and I'm like, I know this guy. Jamal freaking Charles. Could have been Ricky. Dude, so I thought he was done. He's that's, back. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty cool. 
Yeah, because he was just chilling. Otherwise, he probably would have been out of the league. How right? long does it take for him to get back in playing shape up to speed? I I don't know how smart and how many how much he needs to eat the playbook. Got to learn that playbook. But I figure a couple weeks. A couple weeks. But he could play this weekend because they could give him three plays that he's supposed to know for this weekend. And then the next weekend he needs to learn 10 plays. And then when Fournette's back, they cut him. Dude, if you can learn the job in a week or two, I'm, I got the I got the wrong job, man. If you can learn uh, the skill set you need or whatever, then it, it, not skill set's a bad word, but if you can learn what you need to learn for a specific occupation, man, I need that job. Dude, some of this crap I learned took me eight months. Right? Are these players can roll in in two you weeks. You don't think you can go to McDonald's and figure out the the cash register? I bet the training program's two to three weeks. You're telling me the training program for NFL football is the same as a McDonald's worker, and for that's crazy. That's crazy, dude. That's an easy job, man. I need to get in the NFL. They can learn that playbook that easy. Yeah, I mean, some you, of them yeah. are really smart, and they can. Yeah, you should get in there, dude. Yeah, you. you yeah, I good, think you could do thing. it. You could totally do it. Hey, dude, we'll support you, dude. Some of these programs took me eight months to learn, man. I got the wrong gig. Coach, dude. take some days off if you need to. Whatever you need to, if you want to get in the NFL. I just get jealous when other people learn stuff so fast, man. I get it. And uh, just so you know, Yankees, uh, Red Sox tonight. Red Sox wrap it up. Yeah, finish it out. Close oh, are, that series. Are you locking that up. I don't even know what the I don't even know who's pitching, but I just like the Red Sox. I, Yankees are done. How do you how do you recover from a sixteen or seventeen to one loss? You don't. You're emotionally just done. Ooh, we'll see. Yeah, you you know why Major League Baseball is kind of crazy and wacky like that? It'll probably be a close game. Exactly. <laughs> After and they got killed, whatever the line is, it'll be close because Vegas they're geniuses. Well, they no, are. Yeah, the Yankees are the favorite. After losing sixteen to one. Well, who's pitching? Uh, I gotta pull it up. Tanaka. No, he's not pitching again. It's Porcello versus CC Swish Swash. Oh, Sabathia. Sabathia. I like him. All right. Uh, till then, till tomorrow. Woo. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Sore Losers Podcast. Yeah, you guys want to lock it up or no? Yeah, yeah. We need to lock it up. Is there college football tonight? Yeah, probably some. Yep, I got it. Uh, <laughs> Appalachian State and Arkansas State. Appalachian State. Over 60. Oh. Is that the line? Lock it up. Yeah. 60 is the over-under. Those teams love to score. State schools, they're not concerned about low-scoring games. They try to shoot for the stars, get to the league. Over 60. Appalachian State, Arkansas. Lock it up. (laughs) Sword Loser Show on Twitter. Oh, my goodness. I love it. All right. All right, are you going to hit it? Yeah, we're out. All right, boys. I'm exhausted. Man, I want to head to the strip club. (laughs)